Hello listeners, this is Rob. And this is Alicia, and you're listening to the Rubisha Tennis Podcast. Day three action, we saw plenty of great matches, and Nick Kyrgios was the highlight of the day for me. He won a five-set thriller against France's Hugo Humbert, saving four two match, match, two match uh, points. Two match points, that was popper in the other day. Four, ah. Oh my god, <laughs> two match points Kyrgios saved uh, in the match. fourth set as Humber was serving it out, but he was able to break, push it to a tie break, which then took it to the fifth set, which he won. Uh, he dominated the tie break, and then the fifth set, he hardly lost a point, so he was cruising in the fifth set on serve. Brings him up against Dominic Team in the next round, so that will be an interesting match as he often lifts for the big plays. Also he had a heartbreaking loss for Isla Tomanovic. She played the number two seed Simona Hallett, won the first set, lost the second and then was 5-2 up in the third set but unfortunately couldn't close it out and ended up losing that set 7-5. And we kind of said that to each other as we were watching. Yeah we jinxed it. Jinxed it. (laughs) Uh, So often happens the pressure of the moment players aren't able to deal with it. She admitted afterwards she should have gone for her shots a bit more. And Simona Halep didn't make too many mistakes, so she made the big comeback five games in a row to move into the third round. It would have been the first time for the Aussie into the third round at the Australian Open, but she didn't quite get there. And then she obviously was pretty upset afterwards. Didn't really want to talk about it, but she had to front up for the press conference. So what else was interesting on day three at the Australian Open? Uh, We also, well, it's not that interesting, but we saw more losses from Australians. We saw Alex Bolt, James Duckworth and Bernard Tomic all lose in straight sets. So Tomic, when asked about his match, just said, Shepapolov. That's not his name. (laughs) Oh my God. Shapovalov, there's no second Shepopolov. Oh my gosh. He said Dennis played an unbelievable match. And then he put it all on Dennis. He just said it was unbelievable. It was something. He just said he played an unbelievable match. So took any discussion away from his lack of effort perhaps. But he went into the match without any match play since he qualified. So he was happy just to be there. And he probably could have put in a bit more effort, but we don't know if his knee was troubling him. He didn't really talk about that in the press conference later. And Dennis was asked in his press conference about where he's travelling to next, and he has no idea. And some guy kept pushing the issue, are you going back to Canada? And quite strange questioning in a press conference when you've just played a match, but I guess there wasn't too much good tennis to talk about. So I saw what... Philly. We've got our little dash hound mascot here with us, Philly. <laughs> Philly the Wonder Dog. No, that's Dash's. Daria Gavrilova has a little dash hound and she's trained it very well. And you can check out the YouTube videos of her and. YouTube videos. Isn't there YouTube videos? No, oh, Instagram. Like on Instagram. He has his own Instagram account. Tofu. And I think TikTok as well. Uh, tofu the Dash Hound. Check it out. Our little Philly here. He's learnt a few tricks, but he's not as good as Dash's little tofu. 
Anyway, back to the um action at the Australian Open. Respecto. <laughs> I'm trying to find it. Serena. I'm getting there. We in the other Australians that lost, it was Grigor Dimitrov that took out Alex Bolt, and it was Felix Orga Alice Alias Syme who took out James Duckworth. And Felix will next play fellow Canadian Dennis Shapovalov. 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 There's no second P. <laughs> Shapovalov. Is that right? No. There's no. You keep saying another P. There's only uh, one P. You keep going Shapovalov. Dennis, the world number 11 Canadian. <laughs> we'll play Felix. He's not world number 11. Isn't he? He's seeded 11, so he'd be uh, 12. Number 12. Oh. In other matches. What? And James Duckworth, did you say him? In other matches. In other matches, we saw Venus Williams have a heartbreaking loss. Struggled with injury. She came in with her knee taped up, and I think had to take a medical timeout for it, but then also had to take a medical timeout for her right ankle and was fighting back tears during her medical timeout. Saw so two, was it two? Yeah. As her anchor? No. Right. She lost one the other day. It was a bit of a. Oh, two top ten. We saw two top ten seeds bow out in today's action. Petra Kvitova lost her match against... Sarana Sestia, the Romanian. Oh. And we saw Bianca Andriscu, the 2019 US Open champion, lose her match against... We saw the 2019 US Open champion Bianca Andriscu lose to Suwe Hesse in straight sets. And Riscu hadn't played, had she played at all since US Open? Mm, don't, don't think, think so. so. She hadn't played her since the US Open victory. Months. That's right, she was a champion in her last match at the US Open. This is her first loss. And it's her first loss since that win. And she pulled out of the lead-up tournament last week, which was a strange decision. She said she'd prefer to train, you would have thought. You had plenty of time to train in the past month or two at least and match play would be valuable but no, she made that decision. We also saw some tournament favourite. We saw some favourites for the title move on into the third round. That includes the number one seed on the men's side, Novak Djokovic, who took out TFO. TFO did take a set off him though, but it was still Djokovic who advances. We also saw a win from Gabinye Migurutha, another also a win for Naomi Osaka. Also, Serena Osa Williams had an easy win. Uh, Osaka Williams and Muguruza are looking good for taking the title, but with all three of them in the one half of the draw, there can only be one that will advance to the final, so when do they clash? Osaka and, uh, Osaka and Muguruza will clash in the fourth round if they both get there. They'll clash in the quarterfinals, the winner of Muguruza, Osaka, if they both get there. And if Williams also gets to the quarterfinals, that's where they'll clash. So out of Muguruza, Osaka and Williams, only one of them can make it to the semis. Uh, we've also got Sabalenka in that quarter with Williams, so they can meet in the next round if they both win their next match. Williams against Potapova, Sabalenka against... American and Lee. We've also got Simona Halep in that quarter 
another top contender for the title. So it's a very, very yeah, quarter, packed that one. quarter so, of half. Yeah, I've also got Sviat, how do you say her name? Sviatek. Sviatek. Sviat's got that Sviat -tech. European flair that we don't have. Uh, so Sviatek takes on Halep in the next round if they both advance. So there's a lot of Grand Slam champions in that part. Now looking on to the other half of that draw, who will be playing tomorrow on day four. We, of course, see the number one seed take on Daria Gavrilova. So it is a clash between Ash and Dash. We've also got Carolina Pliskova playing. Another Australian, Samantha Stosa. She takes on American Jessica Pegula. Interesting to see how she goes. She was in some of her best form of late Stosa in her round one match. So it'll be interesting to see if she can keep that up or if she... We'll go back to her inconsistent ways that she has had, particularly in Australia late, or her whole career. Uh-huh. Well, the whole career she was... In Australia. In Australia. She's never, I'm she's talking about Australia. Well. She's never done well in Down Under yeah. in her home country. What's her best result in Australia? Third, fourth round ages ago. Uh, Stosa's surprisingly never done that well in Australia. Her home Grand Slam, her fourth round effort in 2010 being her best ever result. And, 20, and 2006. 2006. But lately but, it's been first round losses for her, so... Yeah, so she was happy to make the second round and hopefully she'll go at least one step further. Hits like she did the other night, she should have some chance. Although she did take part in nine consecutive breaks of serve against like Destiny Aiva. Neither of them... Neither of the players could hold serve. Other interesting matches will be Coco Goff taking on Alina Spitalina. And? <laughs> I was trying to think if I should say anything about that, but I don't actually know what to say. Uh, also got the defending champion Sophia Kennan taking on Kaya Canepi. Can 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 so, Canepi is a good chance to win that one. She was in good form last week, reaching the final of one of the lead-up tournaments. And Kennan hasn't looked that spectacular so far. She was pushed by an Australian long shot in Madison Inglis, only winning that match 7-5-6-4. Other Australian action, we've got our top Australian men, man, Alex Dermanor. Taking on Pablo Cuvas. And we've also got mentioned Stosa. We've also got Popperin, the wildcard, playing Lloyd Harris of South Africa. And Chris O'Connell, another wildcard, taking on Radu Albot. So both Aussies just mentioned have a good shot at winning those matches. They're not playing the top seed, so hopefully more wins for both of them. But did but they did just get upsets in their previous rounds, and uh, an off, a common pattern is you get your big upset and then you get thrashed yourself. It's hard to back up, but so often see that. So we'll see if that happens or if they'll be able to back up their breakthrough. And also Tanasi Kokonakis is playing... His second round match, first time since 2015 for him. So it'll be interesting to see how he goes. 
he's shown a lot of promise but has never fulfilled it. In fact, he's beaten Roger Federer, I think that was Miami a couple of years ago. Was it? Uh, he's no had some idea. big wins but he's never put together a solid season due to injuries and then last year he had glandular fever and missed out on the Australian Open. So it's good to see Kokonakis is back and playing at a reasonable level. He won comfortably in the first round, so he has a very tough match against Stefanos Tsitsipas, the number five seed, and a semi-finalist two years ago. But he'll have plenty of home support out on Rob, Rob Labour Arena to, tomorrow, tonight. What are we talking about? Tonight, tomorrow. Tomorrow. Uh, Day session tomorrow. Day session following that Ash and Dash matchup. The Ash and Dash clash. Ash and Dash <laughs> clash. That's the one I'm most looking forward to tomorrow. Philly, what do you think? Have we covered everything? Just checking Honestly. with our Dash Hound mascot. Philly the Wonder Dog will have a photo of him <laughs> for you. And in case you don't know, Nick Kyrgios, he has his two dogs down with him in Melbourne. His parents drove down the other day to have... His little dash hound. What's Nick's dog's name? I forget. No idea. That's under popular in tennis. You've got uh, Kyrgios has one. Gavrilova has one. Conta has two, I think. Uh, to look up. It's apparently, are you the dog of tennis, Philly? Although lots of people have other dogs that I just don't know, but because I like dash hounds, I notice dash hounds. Philly, uh Philly. -huh. Hmm? Tennis players that love dogs. Oh, there you go. Ash has four dogs. Uh -huh. She told me personally. She did. Can tell people that on the Sydney Harbour. Ash talked about her dogs when we were on a cruise with the players back for the 2019 Sydney International. Ah. So here's an article about Curios and his dogs. Quincy <coughs> is the little dashhound that Nick has. And he's also got a Labrador called Blah. called Lair. The <laughs> dog licked my mouth. Philly. Uh -huh. Philly the Wonder Dog <laughs> is here with us today. You've already said that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. we say. Uh, Kyrgios has his two dogs down in Melbourne with him to help ease his mind. Bit of relaxation time hanging out with the dogs. I've seen him actually in Canberra. At some of the local tournaments where he turns up with Quincy the Dash Hound. And he was hanging out with Alex Bolt and a few, other, a few of the other players with the dogs. So that concludes our episode for today. Don't forget to tune in tomorrow when we will talk about the day full action. I'm sure there will be lots of interesting matches. There always is. You never know what's going to happen. So that's all from Rob. Tennis podcast. Don't forget to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. Rabisha Tennis is the handle. Also check out Also check out the website RabishaTennis.com. And yeah, we'll catch you guys tomorrow. See you tomorrow. See ya. <laughs>